may be wondering if Jesse is not here, who's going to preach? Well, we have the distinct and uh, really um, glad honor of having Dave Miller, actually Jesse's own father, uh, to come. He's actually part of the... um, Part of the oversight team here at City Lights. He's well-connected. He's been here before. We love having him. We love hearing um, from the Word and hearing what God has to say. So if you wouldn't mind giving him a warm welcome this morning, yeah. we will hear. Um, Hallelujah. 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 I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Jesse doesn't, Jesse doesn't let me do this much. Yeah. Hallelujah. I ought to ground him once in a while. What do you think? Yeah. Praise God. Somebody, Man, I could have went on, Kenny. If I lose my voice, it's your fault. Because I'm telling you, worship was off the hook this morning. I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy the worship? I did. Yeah. Hallelujah. Is this your book? Has this got secret notes in or something? It's Jesse's secret notes? Oh, awesome. Well, hallelujah. Hey, it's good to be back. Um, where's Ben? Ben, did he disappear? Is your wife downstairs? Could you relieve her for, or bring her up for about two minutes? And uh, maybe somebody take her place down there. But you come along up with her, Ben, all right? Would you do that? Hallelujah. I, once in a while, I get a word for people. Is that all right? And I like speaking words into people's lives because it radically changes your life. It builds hope within you. Uh, about three weeks ago, we had a, 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 an evangelist. Not an evangelist. He was a, a, a prophet. We, went, we had what's called the All-In Conference. And a wonderful guy. He, was, he doesn't know me from anybody. And... Uh, <clears throat> He spoke a word over me, and I know Pastor didn't fill him in on anything, who I was or what I was all about, but he spoke a word over me. He said, he said uh, I see Jesus and you on a golf cart, and he said, Jesus is not playing by the rules. He said, Jesus is driving the golf cart. Now, for those of you who don't know, I haul golf carts for a living. This guy did not know that. This, he had no clue, but he said, I see you and Jesus on a golf cart. And he said, Jesus is driving the golf cart, and he's out on the greens. He's not following the path. He said, he's on the greens doing figure eights. <laughs> and I got, oh, I like Jesus. I like when he drives. Because, I don't know, my life is full of excitement. I, you may, my wife is probably saying, just calm down and breathe. Calm down. It's all good. But I don't know, I, when, when, the, when, when God's revelation of who God was came to life in my eyes, in my spirit, oh, man, it was game on. It was no more worrying about, and Ben had a word this morning, about the, the thistles and the thorns, all right? It, the, the scripture tell us, you know, a, a farmer planted his field and all that, and, and in the middle of the night, the enemy came and, and he sowed a bunch of thistles and thorns in his field. Remember that? He woke up in the, when, when the harvest was there. It's like, hey, boss, do you, I'm putting it in my terms. Hey, boss, do you want me to go pull all the thistles? He said, no. Remember the story? No, don't pull the thistles because you may pull up the wheat as well. He said, wait till harvest time. In other words, let them grow. Let them grow together. Because at harvest time, when the wheat and the thorns all be, listen, the thistles and the and that stuff is going to be burned up. Am I right? The scripture tells us that. So that tells me, man, don't get eyes on the, on the, on the, on, on the thistles and then on the thorns. Ah, man, that'll set you free. Just, man, when you, you begin as a beautiful thing of wheat, you begin to blow and blo- to grow and to blossom, keep your eyes fixed on the sun. It's the sun. Man, you, 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 oh, you guys, oh, my goodness. Somebody's pulling this out of me this morning. Bear with me. Ben stopped by the house yesterday at Ashley's house, and the uh, Spirit of the Lord spoke to my heart for you. And can I share with you what, 
what, uh, what he said. The Spirit of the Lord says, she is specialty. Sometimes you get one word, all right? Specialty. And it's like, no, she doesn't need special training. But sometimes when you go into a restaurant, there's a specialty, all right? And God is saying, you're specialty. What you offer to the house here is a specialty. And God is honored through that. I thank you for, for, your, for your gift. Do you guys realize that this place only started with eight people? Look around. We had seven people up on stage in the worship this morning. That was crazy. That's awesome. But when somebody gets a vision, somebody doesn't worry about the thorns, doesn't worry about, you know, the naysayers or what happened. You know, it's like God birthed the dream. Listen, you might want to write this down. If God has birthed the dream, if God has birthed something in you, it has a due date. If God has birthed something in you, it has a due date. Oh, that's good. Somebody on the front row shout, I'm glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. No. Yeah, so I wanted to speak that into you. And, and thank you for your service here at, Har- at not Harvest Chapel. That's where I go. You know, yeah, here at City Lights. Thank you so much. Specialty. I heard that so, so clear, so bright. So, so you're, it's a specialty. So, yeah, thank you so much. You back there, right behind my wife. I don't know you from anybody. I was listening to you sing this morning. And God says, she's got the Mother Teresa spirit upon her. And it's like, oh, God, I wish I had one of them, you know. (laughs) Mother Teresa's spirit about you. Yeah. So, Father, we thank you for these wonderful ladies of God. Thank you for everyone who has a part. God, for the pieces of the body, God, that you placed within us, Lord God, to grow forward, to go, Father, and to touch the nations, to touch this city. Father, we're thankful, Lord, Lord God, that we grow right here at City Lights. But, God, we outside these doors, God, we touch the city. We touch the nations, Father, only through you, through your spirit. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a praise. Would you do that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that just to be seen or nothing like that, but I, just, I have learned to just flow with what God is telling me. Is that all right? And listen, don't, don't rob somebody's blessing when they speak a word, when God downloads a word for you to somebody else. Man, don't rob somebody else's blessing. If you're holding a blessing from me, come on, it's game on. I'm good, you know me? Yeah. Hey, praise God. If you have, I, want to, I do want to share a praise report, a praise report. My church doesn't even know this yet, and I feel that we are, in, we are in a time. Don't you like to hear good news? I like to hear good news. The TV, everything else is full of what? Bad news, fear, everything like that. I like to hear good news. Back in 1999, well, it's even before that, I, I, had a, I, I was driving tractor trailer, and the uh, Spirit of the Lord says, I want you to get off the road and pursue a minister's license. I felt the call within me. I felt the call back in 1999, so I made a switch. I, I, listen, I took a step of faith. I took a step of faith. And maybe God is saying this today because somebody else may be going through that. I took a step of faith back in 1999 and said, okay, I'm not going to get paid the big bucks that I was making back then, but I'm going to go a local job and whatever, whatever God you have because I felt the call upon my life in 1999. And I guarantee you, through life and through things that change and all that kind of stuff, um, 
makes you wonder sometimes, God, did I really hear your voice? Are you re- do you really want me to become a full-time minister? Do you really want me to be this or to be that or to do this? Are you really calling me to be who I'm supposed to be? When I totally release, when you totally say, God, I surrender all. Just this past Tuesday night, uh, the church that I attend, that we attend, is uh, Harvest Chapel in Abbottstown. And uh, they offered me a full-time position. And I went in, and I, I said, look, this is what I got to have. And they offered me this. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. Since 1999. It may have taken a long time. You know, God doesn't do things on our time. Have you ever noticed that? I don't know about you, but it's like, you know, he doesn't do things on our time. He has perfect timing. Perfect timing. Oh, my goodness. So, um, I, I don't, it's not official yet. I don't start until January, but I'm excited. I am so excited because I've already moved into that position and, and, you know, just being faithful, now they're going to pay me to do what I love. That's a good job. Hallelujah. And, I, you know, because through it all, through it all, uh, Pastor Jesse, you know, he's going to school, going to college, and this, it's like, hey, God, yo, I'm Dave. I'm Papa Dave. That's Jesse. I'm the one who wants full-time position. But he moves on Jesse. You know what I mean? Now, my mind could have got jealous. My mind could have got jealous. It's like, I am so blessed. I'm so honored and so proud of my boy because he heard God's voice to start something, him and Pastor Jared, to have a vision. Listen, like I said, if God bursts something in you, it's a due date. And look at this place, man. This is incredible what God is doing here in Scranton. I am honored. Thank you, city. Thank you so much for grabbing the, the vision, the grabbing the dream that, that Pastor Jared and Jesse have, and let's roll with it because it's through you, your impact, your prayers, your impact. What, listen, it's not what you hear in here. It's not what you do in here, but it's when you walk out those doors and you become city lights. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, I could preach. Just hang, hang tight. Yeah, God is good. So I wanted to share some good news with you this morning. I don't think my church even knows it yet, but uh, you're the first. You're the first, so I thank God for that. Thank God for, for, for what he's doing in my life and in yours. Yeah, Pastor Jesse's away, and uh, I'm honored to be here this morning. So if you have your Bibles, let me, for a couple of moments, I just want to share what the Lord has downloaded in my spirit. Well, turn with me into 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm going to start there. There's a certain verse I want to get to, and uh, we'll, we'll roll on from there. So, but what God is just doing in my life is incredible. And what he's doing in mine, he can also do in yours. Amen? So I thank the Lord for what he's doing. Yeah. Let me start with verse number 13. And I'm going to read some from the uh, King James and some from the New Living. But uh, this is what it says. You guys, listen, you guys hold, you guys are a vessel. And inside that vessel, have you, most of you know that I have a, I don't know, some of you may not know, I don't know how much Jesse talks about me, but uh, probably none, but I'm just kidding. But I have a race car, I have a race car. But uh, 
me driving the race car, listen, some people are drivers and some people should not be drivers. I was the not be drivers. I, should, I, I was the one, I had fun in the seat, don't get me wrong. But when I put somebody who knew the power that was within the race car, oh, we did things. We went forward. We went forward, and I'm thinking, I should have did that years ago, you know? Put somebody who knew the power and that could control the power to the ground and make that thing fly. Amen? You are an earthly vessel. You and I are a vessel made of, made of, made, made of clay, all right? We're, we're made of clay. We're, we're, we're in God's image. And some of us, it takes a while. It took me a while to realize the power that's within the power that's within. When God says, I am in you, it's like, whoa, dude, he's in me. And sometimes we think of this big, holy, righteous God, but listen, he, he said he'd, he'd never leave us. Am I right? He's with us. He is in you. And when we realize the power that's within us, my goodness, we can rock the world. God says, I'm within you. I'm within you. Knowing what we have within us. Verse number 13. Let me start there. And, and this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. Listen. He says, if it seems that we are crazy. This is the NLT, the New Living Translation. He says, if it seems we are crazy, it is, bringing, it, it is to bring glory to God. And if, it, and if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either, in other words, if you think we're nuts, that's okay. If you think we're right, that's okay. Whatever, however you feel about me, but we're here to bring forth the kingdom of God. Doesn't matter what you think about us. We're here to go forward with God. Either way, he said, Christ's love controls us. I want you to hear that. Verse number 14, Christ's love controls us. It's the deeper, listen, it's the deeper I get in love with Christ. You'll find, I looked around this morning, it's you, the deeper you fall in love with God, the closer you'll want to be in the time of worship because you have a revelation of who you're worshiping. Am I right? You have a revelation of who you're worshiping. There's a little girl uh, sitting by my side there this morning. She reached up and grabbed Pappy's hand. I know who it was. <laughs> and it was sweet. In other words, you know when God reaches up, when God reaches down and just touches your hand and says, I am with you. You'll know that. You'll feel that presence. You can move forward. There's nothing Listen, nobody could have came up and stole my granddaughter from me this morning. No enemy in hell could have walked up and took her from me because Poppy is, is in the way. You know what I'm saying? There comes a, there comes a, a can I say, a militant spirit that comes, a, comes upon you. Say, look, I know who I am. I know what I got. Bring it, devil, because listen, I know who I am. I know who's within me, and I know I'm going forward for the cause of Christ. I'm not fearful. Listen, People are saying, oh, you got to stay out of New York City. You got to stay out of the mall. You got to stay out of this because ISIS, listen, I want to tell you something. There's somebody greater than ISIS that's in the house. There's somebody greater than ISIS, and his name is Jesus. Jesus had no fear. Jesus didn't walk in fear. I'm getting ahead of my message here, but I do that. It's your fault. Listen, (laughs) I do that. I get excited because I know the king. I know who I am. Oh. I don't, Jesus didn't walk in fear. Remember, he stood before Pilate. Pilate and he said, don't you hear the accusations against you? You blaspheme this and that and yeah, yeah, yeah. People want to talk who you are. People want to make you what they see you are. 
in their own eyes. But when they see you, listen, when they see you through Christ's eyes, Mother Teresa, yeah, you, I'm telling you, no matter what everybody else says about you, I don't know you, but I'm telling you, God's got something incredible. God's got something incredible. You say, brother, you're full of faith, you're full of this, you're full of hope. Yes, I am, because it's through Christ who I am today. Verse number 17 says this, if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creature. Oh, my goodness. Old things are passed away. and Behold, all things become new. Listen to what it says in the NLV. It says this. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. If, listen, it took me a long time to realize that. It took me a long time to realize that once I am in Christ and he totally, listen, I got lost in some of your worship this morning. I got lost in that. Man, the valleys make way for what? God's rivers, huh? Rivers of God. Man, you ever felt like you're walking through a valley? Some of you may be here today, feel like you're just walking through a valley. Or maybe your cup, listen, maybe your, 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 your clay cup has got a lot of cracks in or something. Maybe you felt like this is the end of the road. It's not. You're in the right place this morning. Because, listen, he said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I'm just speaking his word this morning. you got to get a hold of that by the renewing of your mind through Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. By the renewing of your mind. Ah, don't think like we used to think. Think how, listen, put our thoughts upon heaven. Put our thoughts upon heaven. Listen, when God bursts something in you, there's a due date. I want you to get that this morning. If you, have, if you don't get anything else, get that this morning. There's a due date. There's something, listen, and all of you got to do, all that I got to do is continue to keep my eyes, my focus upon him. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Ah, old things are passed away. I no longer speak the way I used to speak. Jesse knows me from, from well, from birth. Yeah, that's a good thing. Jesse knows me from, Jesse, Jesse remembers me from birth. Glory to God. Thank the Lord for that. He's mine. I'll claim him, Father. Yeah, but. He knows me in growing up and all the stress and all the, all the bills that we couldn't pay and all the other stuff, all the junk that we went through. But listen, he knows me that him and, uh, me and, and mama, we went through it all together, only holding to his hand. That's the only way we made it. The only way, and we're still pressing on. There's so many forgetting their identity. So many people forgetting their identity. They come to church and it's like they're getting their eyes on the thistles. They're getting their eyes on, oh, that, that stool over there. It shouldn't be there. It should be three inches over. It's like, forget that. Forget that. Don't let a stool or maybe a misspelled word. Oh, you giggle. Oh, yeah. I hit. I struck a nerve there somebody, yeah. I did see, however, in the bulletin, this is kind of a side trail, the donations that you're taking for the, uh, you know, what is it, the, uh, who is it? Rescue mission. Rescue mission, yeah. The underwear, unused, that's, I'm glad you put that in there, unused, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad you clarified that up, praise God. 
But if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. That means my mind. I don't think the way I used to think. I used to, listen, I grew up as the middle child, always getting hand-me-downs from my brother. And listen, always, always being the middle child. I went through the time of the spirit where the spirit of, 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 of suicide hit me. I went through all that. I went through all that, but thank God it never happened because God, listen, God had a plan for my life and a purpose in my life. Listen, God's got something so much more than what you can even imagine, so much more than you can even put on paper. Kenny, he's got songs in you that aren't even there yet. Amen? Listen, there's going to come a time you're going to be sleeping, and mama's going to wake up and say, Honey, Kenny, why are you rustling? Why, why, why are you moving around? Just, Kenny, get your notepad out because he's got a song right there for you. I'm telling you, don't miss it because so many times we miss it because we're not prepared for what God has for us. Prepare yourself. Set yourself up for his kingdom. Set yourself up for the advancement of what God has called you to do. Is that all right? Oh, that's good stuff. When I, listen, when I go to the speedway now with my race car, my mechanic's there, my driver's there, I bring the car. That's a good thing to have. Amen? I bring the car. You know, what good is it? A driver and a mechanic with no wheels. That's just crazy. But when you have all the elements together, when God says you need this, you need that, you need this. Listen, sometimes in other people's eyes, it won't look good to them, but they're not the one orchestrating the connection there. God is the one speaks through your life. This is what I need. This is what I need. It may seem crazy. It may seem crazy to some people what you're doing. It may seem crazy to some people, but then again to other people, it's like, wow, you're right on target because you hear from God and God is setting you up for success and not failure. Jeremiah, I believe it is, he says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. He said, and therefore, your success and not failure. It's not, it's not for your harm. Ah, glory to God. When we get that, it's like you can dance on the devil's head. Glory to God. I don't know. Does Jesse preach this way? I don't think he does. Is Jesse tight? I don't know. Is he? Maybe he needs to unwind a little bit. Glory to God. Ah, I have fun serving Jesus. And I've seen on the faces of, you, of, of his people here today, of God's people, Man, don't allow stress of this world. Listen, you and I go through a lot. Turn with me real quick, and I'm going to get to an illustration. Turn with me to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Just back up uh, another, another uh, scripture there. It's chapter 4. You and I go through a lot of stuff. Let me, uh, let me get things going here. I'm so glad I got one of these things. Now I just need to know how to work it. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. It's taken a while. The Scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, says, and I'll start with 1, says, Therefore, since God in His mercy has given us this new way, listen, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhand, underhanded methods. Hear what he's saying? We don't do that stuff anymore. Why? Because heaven doesn't think that way. Heaven doesn't react that way. Heaven doesn't move that way. He said, we don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God. And all who are honest know this. Skip down to verse number 7. See, we know 
that this light is shining in our hearts. Ah, oh, yes. It said, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our, listen, this makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from us. Are you, you hearing me? Are you with me? This makes it clear. I know where my power comes from. I know where the Holy Spirit that's within me. I know that I can do nothing of myself because if I'm still about myself, I'm still a failure. If, I'm, if I never have Christ, I never have heaven, look, if I never look at myself in the mirror the way Jesus or the way heaven sees me in the mirror, then I'm still a failure. I'm still looking at myself through man's eyes. Am I right? I'm still lesser than. But God says, oh, no, you're mine. He says, we are pressed. Listen to verse number 8. He says, we are troubled on every side. I don't know uh, uh, King James. He said, listen. He said, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Ah, the New Living says, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. I like this. I don't know if you're getting a hold of this or not, but you and I can go, we can walk through a lot of trouble. We can walk through a lot of trials. We can walk through a lot of stuff that, that, that goes through our life. And I want to give you this illustration. Those of you in the back, you probably won't be able to see this, but it's a jar filled with, well, half and half. It's half water, half oil. The water represents our life in the flesh. The water is us in the flesh. We go through some stuff. The, the, the oil represents God's Holy Spirit in our life. Within us, we're earthly clay. We're vessels, all right? We're vessels filled with God. If you've received Christ in your life, then listen, Holy Spirit is within you. Holy Spirit's within you. But listen, we go through trouble. We go through trial. We go through junk. We go through failures. We go through being fired at a job. I was let go of a job. Listen, you know, I had the best job in the world several years ago. I was number two truck driver. And then all of a sudden you come in and because, listen, the day was looking fine. You come in, though, from your run and, and the guy pulls all, the, the boss pulls us all in and says, look, tomorrow you guys don't have a job. I went to work number two. I left work with nothing because he said, it's all going outside freight. We're getting rid of the trucks and everything. You don't have a job. Here's your choice. You want to work in the factory seven days a week for $8 an hour, mandatory overtime, or do you want to take the summer off with your kids and, 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 and take a layoff? I said, see you later because I got two kids. Listen, I had two kids who I can always get a truck driving job. That's the way I felt about me. I said, I got two kids who are home for the summer. I said, see you later. And we enjoyed that summer. I enjoyed that. But you go through life. You go through the junk. You go through the disappointments. Hear me now. Some of you, know, some of you may be going through disappointments today. I don't know. God does. Listen, but there, listen, if you allow God, the Holy Spirit, to guide you, he'll separate. He'll let you know what you can, listen, what you can put up with in your life. Holy Spirit will separate the good from the bad. Holy Spirit will say, look, you probably don't need this anymore. I challenge you to get rid of that. I challenge you to get rid of some of the, hold, uh, the, the strongholds in your life. You may have the best job in the world. Tomorrow, listen, our, our finances shouldn't make us. Our finances, should, our dependence should not be upon the House of Representatives. Lord knows they need Jesus. Oh. What we are is an incredible 
incredible mouthpiece of God. Speaking, listen, whether you sing, whether you preach, whether you dance, whatever it is, as long as you're speaking what God has, challenged, God has put upon your heart to speak, then you go after that. You go, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And once you get that in your heart and in your spirit, it's like it don't matter what the guy back here in the blue shirt, I don't know your name, Fred, George, Jerry, Jerry same thing. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, man. I love your spirit about you. But it doesn't matter what you say about me because I know that I'm focused. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. It's like, you know what? Because I can't stop people from talking about me. I can stop me from listening to what people say about me. I can stop me from falling into the trap. Facebook is full of stuff. I choose not to fall into that. You say, don't you, listen to, don't you look at Facebook? Yeah, I'm learning a little bit, but I'm not, it's not going to occupy my time. Know what I'm saying? Because it's my face in the book that I need. Oh, Jesus said, listen, the Scripture tells us, though we are perplexed, we are pressed down on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. Never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we, listen, but we are not destroyed. I want you to hear that. Through suffering... Our bodies continue to share in death of, of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. That's what we're getting at this morning. If Christ is in you, then the hope of glory will shine through you. Remember, listen. Don't allow people to speak over your life that will put you in chains. Remember blind Bartimaeus? I think it's in Mark 10, verse 50. Remember Jesus is coming out of Jericho or wherever they're coming from, and I'm not going to go there for the sake of time. How much time do I have anyway? Huh? I'm good? Oh, I like you. Come on up here. Glory to God. Yeah. But listen, remember blind Bartimaeus sitting by the road? Listen, this this taught me a lesson. This taught me something. Blind Bartimaeus, and we all, I don't know if you all know the story, but he's sitting by the road. He can't see Jesus coming, but he can hear. Somebody's talking about Jesus. You hear me? Somebody's talking that Jesus is near. And blind Bartimaeus, he, somebody must have been talking before because he remembers he's been hearing something about Jesus. There's something going on. I don't know if somebody shared with him about the loaves and fishes. I don't know if somebody shared with him about uh, lepers being healed. I don't know. But blind Bartimaeus, listen, there he was with his coat. He's sitting there and he said, oh, wait a minute. Jesus is coming. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Remember the story? And the people said, hey, why don't you pipe down over there? Jesus is kind of busy over here. Why don't you just pipe down over there? He doesn't have time for you. And listen, Brian Bartimaeus, he said, Jesus, he got louder. Sometimes if you want to get God's attention, you got to get louder. 
You got to, listen, you got to say within yourself, this means, listen, I mean business with God. I mean business with God, and I'm going after what God has purposed in my heart, what he's promised me I can go after. I'm going after this. Somewhere in blind Bartimaeus' eyes, or in his spirit, he knew that Jesus could heal. And there's a slight possibility that since he's getting close, buddy, I'm getting my healing. If there's healing in the house, I want it. There's healing somewhere. And he says, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And what did Jesus do? The scripture said he stopped. You got Jesus. You got his attention. When you mean business with God and you get his attention, some, listen, something's going to happen. Something's, ha ha, ha ha, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And what did he do? Listen, Jesus said, hey, bring him here. Ho, ho, ho. Now you got his attention. You got his attention. And now, listen, he's calling for you. There's something about to happen. So what blind Bartimaeus do? Read the story. He said he took off his coat. What was the coat? There's a meaning in the coat. Everybody who was blind, listen, the way our blind people walk up and down the street, they have a white cane with a red tip. That was to identify that he was blind. The identity back in then was the coat that he wore. The coat that he wore says, listen, I'm wearing this coat because I'm blind and I'm a beggar. But listen, when Jesus said, hey, hey, dude, I want you. Come over here. What did he do? He took off his coat. He took off his coat tossed his coat aside, and he said, listen, he knew in his mind something was about to change. Something was about to change. I'm not who I was five seconds ago because once I got the attention of the master, things are about to change. Listen, I, I believe with all my heart this morning, somebody has petitioned God and said, God, if you want me here, if you want me to do this, if you're calling me to go this direction or that direction for this job or that or whatever, maybe it's a relationship for you this morning. Get the attention of God because, listen, God hears your prayers. Listen, Back in 1999, I prayed to God, God, if this is the direction you want me to go, and on Tuesday night, man, it finally came true. God finally answered a prayer, a vision, a dream that God, that God placed upon my heart, and it finally came true. It wasn't for me to get all depressed and get all distressed. It doesn't matter to me. Listen, all I know is I'm about the kingdom. I'm about to go forward with God, and I want his heart to be my heart, his eyes to be my heart, my eyes. I want the God kingdom through me. Glory to God. And blind Bartimaeus said, you know what? I no longer am blind because once I meet him, it's going to change. Oh, yeah. And what did he do? Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Yeah. Now, in, 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 in other scriptures, Jesus spit on the ground and rubbed mud in the guy's eye. I don't see. You do that today, you could get punched in the head. I don't know. I mean, you spit in the ground. I don't have much spit right now, but you spit in the ground and make mud, rub it in some blind guy's eyes. I don't know. And Jesus says, go and wash. What do you mean go and wash? How am I supposed to see where I'm going? You know, I, I got mud in my eyes. I'm blind anyway. How am I supposed to go see where I'm... But you know what? The tactics may seem different, but the result... Oh is the same. See what I'm saying? When Jesus touches you, when you allow God, 
to shine through you, something's about to happen. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Hear me this morning. I used to dress a a certain way. I used to, you know, it was just routine, routine. And God made a new creature out of me. God made a new creature. I, I no longer think the way I used to think. I'm dressed just kind of casual this morning. I've been through the days of the church where everything was suit and tie because it was all, can I say, it was all um, the law, so to speak. Man, Jesus said, I'm not about that. It's not about how good you look. It's not about how much gray hair you have. Faithy used my comb this morning. She used my comb. And I said, you know, anybody who uses that comb gets gray hair. She said, are you serious? I said, no, no, I'm not serious. Sweet, that was awesome. That was awesome. I'm still grandpa. I still love having fun. I'm like a big kid, am I not? Because, listen, serving God is not stressful to me. Because I know that God has got so much, he wants to shine through me, through his, I don't know. Listen, Jesus was not a grumpy old man. I'll guarantee you. He was not stressed out by the Pharisees and everybody else. He was not, it didn't, listen. He knew who he was. He knew the purpose that he came. Remember the, I'm going to close with this. Remember the story where Jesus said, look, I'm, they're going to take me. I'm going to die on the cross. And remember Peter said, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not going to die. Remember? And Jesus told, told him how many times, look, I'm going to die, but in three days I'm going to raise again. I don't know. My thinking is, oh, wait, 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 Jesus, you're going to die, but in three days you're going to raise again? I want to see this. That's my mentality. You know what I mean? If I'd have been Peter... I'm hoping that I thought, wait a minute, Jesus, you're going to die on the cross. That's brutal. But in three days, you're going to live again? Now, I'm thinking in my mind, I remember the fishes. I remember the miracles. I remember the blind man. I remember, listen, you can't even have a funeral procession without Jesus showing up and raising the people. Remember the kid? He raised raised the, 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 the mother's son. Remember that? Man. And I'd have thought. Wait a minute, Jesus, you're going to die, and you're going to be, in three days, you're coming back to life? I'm going to sell tickets for this, Jack, you know, because I know that in my spirit, when Jesus says something, he's going to bring it to pass. He's going to bring it to pass. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Grab a hold of that this morning. Don't allow things of this life, and even the holiday stress, Man, I rebuke holiday stress. There's people at work. Listen, I go in singing Jingle Bells, and the ladies in the office say, shut up, shut up, just get out, get out. They're stressed already, and they don't have kids. You know? They don't have four grandkids. I got four grandchildren. I, I, love, I love life because I'm living it the way Jesus said live it. I'm not bound. Yeah, we, go, we, we all have bills. We all do. But don't allow that to make you. Jesus said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature.
I'm receiving that this morning. And I believe some of you have already. Glory to God. If God has birthed something in you, this may be the season. Go after what God has placed in your heart.